0: Morning invasion with Dex and Steve-O.
1: Oh look, Tom Brady and the Patriots are playing in the Super Bowl again. Three words: Let's go Rams. This message brought to you by just about everyone in the U.S. except Boston. Right, get behind that. Let's go Rams! Let's go. I oh, don't
0: know, man. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback who's ever lived, so. Go Patriots.
1: How many more years do you think he has? (laughs) Ten? Ten more years? You think he'll try to try to be fifty? Speaking
0: of like just crazy, how come nobody's talking about the like roughing the passer call on the Patriots that was that amounted to a dude like basically like patting Tom Brady? That was really terrible too. I mean, it yeah.
1: It happens. Yeah, man. It happens it does it does well who's going to the super bowl who's gonna who's heading to the big game how much is it gonna cost you all right let's find out here can we afford a trip to atlanta to watch the super bowl hmm all right they broke it down okay you're gonna have to have your entertainment okay So, that's going to cost you anywhere between, you know, zero and 285 bucks, all right? You got to get around town. That's going to cost you anywhere between 19 and 110 bucks. Okay. You got to have the food. So, you know, about $125 you're going to need for food. You got to find a place to stay, so lodging. And you know, they're going to jack up those prices because Super Bowl. So we're looking at anywhere between $300 to about $1,400 just for a place to stay. Oh, you got to get to Atlanta, so that's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks, right? At least per person. And then, oh, you need your Super Bowl ticket. That's going to cost anywhere between $3,475 to almost sixteen grand. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, uh, and as last as of last night, tickets on the secondary market were going for between thirty eight hundred bucks and thirty five thousand dollars. Thirty five thousand yeah. dollars. Woo! Should hit up Mike Brown see if he can hook you up. dude. Tell you okay. What. Tell you what. Uh, I can't even imagine just going to a football game spending that much money.
0: Yeah. Especially,
1: I don't know. But when you when you have Monopoly money, that's it's not in a Atlanta. Big deal.
0: Yeah. The Rams and Patriots. Yeah. Okay, well. I was one call off from being right about the Super Bowl, and I'm sad. At the beginning of the year, I said Rams, Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I really wanted that one.
0: I wanted that too, just mostly so I could be right. And then after that Monday night football game where they put up the highest scoring Monday night football game ever, I'm like, I want that rematch in February. Said that then too. Mm hmm. Stupid Patriots. Ruined my dream Super Bowl. Yeah, for real, right? I even paid that ref to blow that call. Did so you? So that the Rams would get there. Yeah. Gosh, man. I was so happy. I was like halfway I was there. so sorry.
1: I'm Whoa, so sorry. Whoa,
0: living on a prayer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: Uh, you guys want to hang out? We're live on YouTube. It's Star88FM. Good morning. Mm. What's going on, guys? How was everybody's uh, weekend? How was MLK? Is it okay? Was it okay?
0: Man, we have a member of the army who has chimed in about 14 times. Look at this. One, two, oh three, my gosh. four, five, same, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Is that the same text? 11, 12.
1: Yeah. I guess they really want us to read they it. They really want us to is read it important? and answer it. Uh, have you read it yet? It looks Hey, really wrong. so I
0: have a really small thing I'm confused about that just came up out of nowhere. A really small thing. But they've texted it. 14 times in the last 10 minutes. It must be important. Do you want me to
1: read it? I don't know. It depends on what it's about.
0: Well, it came up out of nowhere in their brain. But God commands us to obey all authority, for he put them there and says in certain verses, "certain's be submissive to your masters with all fear, not only uh, to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh, for this is commendable. If because of conscience towards God, one endures grief, suffers wrongdoing, For what credit is it when you're beaten for your faults, you take penalty? When you do good and suffer, if you take penalty, this is commendable before God. So the question is, so were the founding fathers sinning? And if someone were to overthrow somewhere as terrible as North Korea, would they be sinning? Oh, boy. I know it's a dumb question, but it's just really bothering me for some reason because if people are being treated so badly and they have a chance to change things and make their lives better, why does it seem as if God would just want them to stay put and suffer? I'm really confused. Thanks and have a great morning. I'm
1: super confused after that. Yeah, they
0: just texted it again. So hopefully you're listening and not just, uh, just block that person. Texting us over and over the same question. So you got to look at the verse in context. First of all, that was talking about bond servants, which is much different than slaves. And in 1 Corinthians 7, Paul encouraged slaves to try to gain their freedom if they could. Yes, Paul Short. So I believe it was speaking to the condition of our heart, submitting to their masters. Just like now in modern times, we submit to the authority above us like our boss— um, it's not saying, hey, you abused in China, just stay there. Or, hey, sex slavery, just stay there and, and do the best you can. I think you got to take everything in context. Were the founding fathers sinning? No, because they believed they were coming over here for freedom of religion, to practice their faith. And so they they left. They were under the control of the Church of England, which at that time they were saying nah dog that ain't right same with Martin Luther who believed that there needed to be change in the church at that time so I think you just got to take a look at the context of the verse and not let it throw you off so much like if someone were to overthrow North Korea would they be sinning? uh
1: no I say no right that I, I think that's uh I think everybody can agree on that yeah What's get What's going on in North Korea is disgusting, right? And
0: evil, right? I don't think God's just sitting there, like, "Hey, everybody's suffering. You guys just stay that way forever." Yeah. So go back and 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 look at First uh, Peter where you where you're that verse is confusing you, and take a look at the the chapter in context. Take a look at everything around it. Do your hermeneutical duty. Because the theme of that entire chapter is, is submitting to the authority with good deeds. Even even to unjust authority, yes, but when you submit to them with good deeds, trying to change a situation, just as slaves are told to good and suffer, we're all told to take up our cross, right? And follow yeah. Christ. So, um, yeah. and And really, the themes throughout that are like not repaying evil for evil, but blessing or doing good and, and christ called us to pray for our enemies and bless those who curse us and and so there's so much more to it but yeah I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say to you you don't have to worry about our founding fathers or
1: yeah yeah i have so much to say but i'm going to keep quiet okay i don't know if i want to jump into that conversation well i was like know?
0: Man, I mean, they texted us now 17 times, so well, hopefully clearly they needed the an answer. But that makes me wonder what's really going on in their world. Because it's like, hey, this is bugging me. So North Korea and the founding fathers, does it mean that we really should submit to this authority? I'm wondering what authority they're under right now that they feel unjust or unfairly treated that they want to get out of or what they're wanting to do or overthrow. Or if they're really just concerned about Benjamin Franklin being a sinner.
1: I don't know. know. Hmm. All right. Uh, I feel like we should mention this because this, this was really, really sad news oh, that happened, man. uh, over yeah. the weekend at Ski Valley. Um, a second person died, um, in that av- avalanche that happened, uh, up at Taos. Did you see this man? It was so sad. Um, uh, let's see. What's, what's the guy? So, I guess both these uh, kids were 22 years old. No, I guess the first victim was 26 years old. His name was Matthew Zingatti. Uh He lived in Massachusetts. Uh, he passed away um, during the avalanche. And then, I guess yesterday, um, another victim, uh, Corey Borg Macaneri, uh He's from Vail, Colorado, and he passed away at UN- UNM Hospital yesterday. It's so sad. These Both these guys, young dudes and... I was watching the news report over the weekend and oh my gosh, they just seemed like really, really cool guys, had amazing families. And my heart just went out to them because yeah. an avalanche, that's a serious thing. That's uh and it it's it's a it's a rare thing. It doesn't happen very often. It was something like the chances of uh you getting, you know, in an avalanche is like one and like it was something like uh 50 million, one in a 50 million chance of, uh, of getting killed by an avalanche. So it's a pretty rare thing, especially, especially at these, uh, resorts. Yeah. Because they have those cannons. Yeah, They do a pretty good job to make sure that that doesn't happen. But when you get up there close, uh, I mean, I guess these guys were, these guys were legit when it came to, to, uh, to skiing. So, but, uh, thoughts and prayers going out to that family. Second victim, uh, claimed. In that Taos Avalanche. So. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys can uh, give us a call. 505-338-3700 is the phone number to call in. We'd love to hear from you if you guys want to chime in. Uh, you can also text into the show. What's the live line number? 505-585-LIVE. That's 505-585-5483 and
0: hang out with us what
1: Sorry. else did you want to uh, talk about as far as well, your trip? people
0: man we're people we've been talking about uh the blown calls this weekend and we've had multiple people chiming in about the UFC fight over the weekend and the blown call that was the main event Dana white with with, with uh Sahedo versus uh TJ Dillashaw.
1: yeah I didn't uh I didn't, he- I didn't read up I didn't watch the fight so I don't know
0: <sighs> I'm like 50 50 on it I get it even even uh Dana said it was like they they called it they stopped it early but I'm like uh, yeah. TJ was TJ was wounded, man, really? and he, yeah, and he wasn't recovering fast enough. And Diego Sanchez, UFC fighter, even said, "Hey, man, when you're dropping that much weight, he dropped a lot of weight, really. Yeah, because he wanted to be like a two, you know, two division title holder. holder. Yeah, and Saheda took him to task in like thirty seconds. Oh, uh, really? I get it. The stoppage was yeah. It seemed it seemed a little quick, but dude, TJ wasn't defending himself. Yeah." Yeah, he got knocked around. He got knocked down. And then he's getting hammered in the face over and over and over. And it's like, and you're done. Ugh.
1: Yeah, He was that, that, getting
0: crushed yeah. by Sahade.
1: And that happens. I guess it kind of depends on the ref and the he UFC. He really was.
0: But... Yeah. Because then what would have happened if, if Sahade had just kept hitting him in the face and then knocked him unconscious? People would have been like, oh my gosh, they stopped that way too late. Was it Herb Dean? Is he the one who stopped he was it? was Because he's the king he was, of that. Yeah, he was... The early stoppage. I didn't think it was an early stoppage. Dana says it was. TJ was really mad. He was he was getting rocked in the face. You got to defend yourself, and that's the rules. So, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch the highlights on that. First round, 30 seconds in. Uh, yeah, 30 seconds geez. in
0: first round. So, no, uh, we mentioned this earlier. So, you and I do this little YouTube show called uh, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. D S T S S. And, um, <laughs> Our first episode we did with Patrick Fabian, and he was talking about being this guy who's kind of like a journeyman, like workman in television for years and years. His first TV role was in uh, Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which was like already doing reruns when I was a kid. So he talks about the fact that being in the airport or wherever people come up to him, and it's like... Did I go to school with you? Do
1: I? Well, go? right, yeah, right. And it's exactly. like no,
0: I'm an actor, dude. So over the weekend, we were out in Venice, and Christian and I went to go eat some uh, some sushi, some good sushi. And apparently, all but one sushi joint basically burned down or is done because the sushi place we went to was packed, really super packed, and it was kind of like a fancy to do place because I found out later. Thankfully, we sat at the bar because I almost offended our sous chef because he was making sushi. And I'm just, I dropped a chopstick on the ground. So I was just eating the sushi with my hands. Yeah. And she said, uh, oh, do you need more chopsticks? And I said, no, I'm just using my hands. And she was like, well, good thing you're at the bar because that's the only place it's acceptable. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, oh, huh. Didn't know that. I guess, uh. In the Venice Beach area, one sushi joint burnt to the ground, the other one just closed. So this was like, hey, this is the sushi place on the beach. So we walk in, and and our server's, like, steering us towards the, the sushi bar, okay. and and right next to us was this little two-person table, and there's this girl sitting at the table, and I'm like, I know this person. But not like, uh, oh, is this somebody famous? Like, immediately, it's like, no, I know you. She's like, my age, and... I'm like, I was just staring intently. Yeah. And I started walking towards the table because it's like, I think I went to high school with this girl. And Chrissy had to grab me by the arm and she pulled me in. And she goes, Roseanne. It was Becky
1: from Roseanne. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Just sitting
0: at the table next to us. But I was like, <laughs> I was so sure I knew this person like yeah. we
1: went to school together. I know it because uh, it would be annoying to be like a C or a B actor. Yeah. I bet that happens all the time to those people. Seriously. Cuz they're not famous enough to where it's like, "Oh, that's a that's the famous person." It's like they're like what Patrick said. He's exactly like that. I seriously thought it was a friend
0: from high school. Yeah. So I started like Chrissy said I had this really like concerned, confused look <laughs> on my face, and I was staring at her intently. <laughs> uh... And I started walking that way, and she seriously had to grab my arm and just go, Roseanne. And I was like, oh, because she wasn't wearing makeup and she was just kind of, yep. And she looks yeah, exactly the same one. as exactly she did back the in the
1: nineties. Exactly. Which is really the same.
0: weird. You know, she no makeup, whatever, and and so I just. It was so out of place that I I started walking up to her because I swear I went to school with her. Yeah, it was the first time uh, ever I happened wish, to me. Uh, I wish you Jessie know me. Your arm. I know names. I know faces. So like I know celebrities. <laughs> I would say that I would like win at Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah, but I totally failed and almost made a fool out of myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad Chrissy grabbed oh, my that's arm. It's amazing. I know. I you
0: know,
1: I like, know. I know you. Did we, we did go we, to high school together? Where did you go to high school? <laughs> so weird that you're in California. <laughs> gosh, I I would hate that. I would just having to sit there and, and tell everybody like, like, oh man, right? Because uh, it it does happen to me every once in a while, and so I feel like a total, just idiot or just so lame when I have to say, oh, you probably know me from the radio, and then when they don't, I'm like, oh, gosh, right. I'm so lame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's not it. Did you go to La Cueva? Shoot,
1: yeah. I did. Yes, yeah. I did. I'm
0: not as cool as I I have once that thought. face.
1: I look like so many different people. And yeah. So I, people come up to me all the time, but it's usually not for the radio at all. It's like I like, look like their cousin.
0: It, what was so weird being out there is like everywhere we went, we saw at least one celebrity, handful. We went and had breakfast one morning and I was standing there waiting because the hostess, you know, I'm trying to get our name in. And this older lady's standing next to me, Asian, and really pretty, and standing there. And I'm so I'm standing next to her. Hi, smile. Yeah. Hi, just kind of whatever. And all of a sudden, my zzz, and Chrissy's texting our group text with uh, Seth and Britt, and she's she says Steve O is standing next to Vera Wang, and he has no idea. <laughs> and I just said hi, like I have no idea. And I still later had to Google because I'm like, Vera who's Vera Wang? Wang? And sure enough, yeah, it was Vera Wang. She's some fashion designer. Oh, see, I don't know. Some crazy fashion designer lady. Wow. In Venice. Like, they're everywhere. And we sit down and we're we're eating, and this really cute couple is walking their dog, and they're walking by, and then I go, wait, that was Milo from 24. (laughs) 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 And it was Eric Balfour, the actor who played Milo in 24 for like seven years. And he was on, yeah, all these different shows. But it was, I feel like I would just be distracted constantly because I'm like, <laughs> I know you. I know you. I clearly watch too much television.
1: I think, you know what? Because I'm that guy that doesn't like to approach celebrities when I see him out because I don't know what to say. But I, now I do. I know exactly what to say. I'm just going to go up to any celebrity that I see and go, did we go to high school together? <laughs> did I know you. We no. know each other, right? Because that, that's like the end because you never know what to say. Yeah. Maybe that's what everybody does. They know who it is, but they don't. They don't know how to start no that clue. conversation.
0: No clue. <laughs> I was okay to not have to talk to anybody. So that's hilarious. It was it was weird. So, <laughs> but it just seemed like everywhere you went, especially in that area. Yeah.
1: Yep. All right, we got to take a quick break. I got to tell my uh, Uber story. I almost joined the cartel over the weekend. Oh yeah! Didn't even realize it. I want to hear
0: this.
1: Yeah. Somebody's been hanging out in the South Valley too long. Great. All right, you guys want to hang out? We are live on YouTube at Star88FM. We'll be right back. Hang on. Good morning! Wake up! It's the
0: morning invasion. Hello.
1: Buenos dias, everyone. Buenos mm, si oh. <laughs> Guys, I mm-hmm. might have joined the cartel over the weekend, and I'm not quite sure <laughs> what to do because uh, I went out to work my second job as an Uber and Lyft driver. That's mm. so what you do. All right, got to make that bread. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a pretty crazy uh, crazy night cuz Patty LaBelle was playing asleta. And so I got I got I got somebody that needed me out at Asleta. Well actually it took a couple out to Asleta. And then when I was there I just hung out waiting to get back to Albuquerque. Yeah, my very first uh, ride was to Belen. <laughs> like like, I met Isletta, and all of a sudden, a couple hits me up, and I'm thinking they want to go back to Albuquerque. No, they need to go to Berlin, which is further south. I'm like, I guess we're doing this tonight. We're going to Berlin. So I took this lovely couple to Berlin. And so I had to get back to Albuquerque. So I headed back, and I picked up a really nice lady um, after the Patty LaBelle concert. Very, very sweet lady. She was probably in her close to 70 with Patti LaBelle well yeah we had a lovely conversation and she needed to get dropped off somewhere in the South Valley now there's been a couple nights where I'll get stuck in certain like pockets of Albuquerque yeah and I've been stuck in the South Valley before and sometimes if you're kind of stuck in one of those pockets you just kind of have to shut off your Uber and Lyft app and just get out Mm mm-hmm I was stuck in the South Valley for about two and a half, three hours, but I was making that hard, cold cash, man. <laughs> the South Valley—if you're an Uber and Lyft driver, like that—is one thing. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But uh, most of the people that I picked up didn't speak English, mm-hmm. but they would whip out a big, giant roll of cash, cold hard cash, and they tip really good. So really well. It's kind of weird because. You can't, I don't speak any Spanish at all. No, I don't. So there's no conversation happening. None. But man, they give some good tips. Lo siento. Well, I found myself in a pretty dangerous situation. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know if I should uh, enter the South Valley again as a white boy from Montana. <laughs> I mean, I have lived in Albuquerque for almost 20 years, oh. but this is kind of the first time I've ever really spent some time in the South Valley. So I picked up this, uh, it, was, it was this young man, probably in his 20s, and his father, his father didn't speak English, picked him up, and they were super nice. And the young man said, hey, do you, do you mind just dropping off my father at, uh, you know, at his house and then taking me back? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Sure. Yeah, not a big deal. So I did that. We had a lovely conversation. So we drop off his dad. And so I'm taking him home. And he goes, Do you mind? Do you think we can stop at the gas station? And uh, I'm super hungry, man. Is that a big deal? And I'm like, Ah, of course, man. It's like, I'll get you whatever you want. Cool. Thanks, man. I was thinking about 11 o'clock at night and pretty hungry and thirsty. Okay. So we enter the gas station in the South Valley at 11. Like together? 11 p.m. The like clock is yes. still running? Yeah. Okay. I got. it was a little weird because I've never done this before yeah, I've never clearly. gotten out of the car with clearly. my <laughs> uber passenger my customer <laughs> he was like my best friend we're like friends at this point so I had to go to the bathroom so I go to the bathroom <laughs> this is the weirdest story I come out and he's standing in line at the counter waiting to uh, cash out and so I go grab a coke and I stand behind him and he goes to pay for all the stuff and I set my coke down on the on the counter hmm. now looking at the cashier this poor guy, you know, he's been robbed a lot because there's a security guard in, like, by the entry, like the entrance to the gas station. Gosh! But this this white guy that worked at a South Valley gas station, you could tell he had been robbed because oh. many times because he had that look in his eye, like he was nervous, he was shaking. Poor dude, like he knew something I didn't know. Right. So. I, my my customer paid for the stuff. I grab my coke and I start to to leave the gas station. <laughs> All of a sudden, I hear, "Excuse me, sir. You didn't pay for that coke." And the security guard grabbed my arm. Oh my gosh! And pulled me because I was like I was leaving the door. Yeah. So I had two options at this point. I could run for it. <laughs> With your Uber rider? With my Uber rider? Who's my Uber rider is waiting for his like his fried uh, chimichanga to get done at so the he's gas still station? Inside. So he's still inside. Oh my gosh! Yeah, apparently he didn't. He the cashier didn't ring up my coke. He thought I was a different customer. But he had every intention of paying for my coke. Right. So the security guard has my arm, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh boy." This is going down. Right. <laughs> like, this security guard is going to throw me down on the ground and tase me or something. So I'm thinking in my head, I could run for it, or I could just go
0: along with it. What do you think I did? Uh, you went along with it because you're a nine. I'm you're a nine. peacemaker. I, you know what? Good call. You're a peacemaker, so you immediately went along with
1: it. I went along with it. And? So the security guard pulls me back in, and I was just sitting there going, okay, <laughs> seriously... I thought you paid for the. I thought my my buddy paid for the coke, and so this guy's shaking behind the counter, and you like <laughs> almost. I was waiting for him to like pull a gun out because he was shaking, <laughs> thinking over a coke. Over a coke. So guess what my Uber customer guy does? Oh no! He reaches into his pocket <laughs> and pulls out the biggest wad of cash I've ever seen in my entire... I didn't even know! You telling the story on the radio?
0: I know. I, I'm, pro- I'm not a part gosh. of this. Listen. I- me Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> um, lo siento por mi amigo. I don't know
1: what you just said, but... Um... <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking, Steve-o. There was a wad, like, this big. This big of $100 bills. What? I don't know how it fit in his pocket. Okay. Because he pulls this thing out, and he looks at the the clerk, the cashier, and goes, yeah, bro, we're trying to steal a Coke, and throws his, like, (laughs) wad of cash on the counter. Was it Scotty? (laughs) I I love that that's his response. Yeah, bro. So, at this point, I'm going, I could... Steal my Uber <laughs> customer's cash. Okay,
0: or, that wasn't
1: really in his brain, children. Or uh uh-huh. I could just go along with whatever happens next because you're like I'm chooser. pretty sure. D- did you ever read Choose Your Own Adventure books? Yeah, that's what I'm doing, in my that's that's my but life. You're not now.
0: you're not choosing any
1: adventure. You're just allowing the
0: story <laughs> to happen in front of you. You gotta live, Dex. Yeah, you want me? I know what you did. You <laughs> totally just sat there and let the Uber rider take care of everything.
1: <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> so I walk back over to the counter, and the the clerk is just shaking at this point, cause he, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what's going on with this clerk, but he he thinks we are cartel or something. Clearly, you are. With the cash load that's on the on the counter. Yeah. Which is crazy to me to think there was like four other people behind us in line. Why would you pull out a stack of cash yeah. and throw it on the yeah? That's on what the made counter. Me
0: more nervous Unless, for you. Hey,
1: a, you're a complete idiot, and he didn't seem like an idiot. He he was a very smart, intelligent young man. So either you're a complete idiot, or you're like the drug lord of that area in the South Valley. And it all makes sense now, steve mm-hmm. why this guy was shaking. He probably knew who this guy was. So I immediately felt kind of safe because I'm thinking, all right, well, I'm like with the guy. I'm, with I'm the like guy. with the drug lord guy. Yeah. The head of cartel. Yeah. So he pays for my Coke. Why would the head of the cartel need an Uber driver? I'm just curious. Well, it gets better. <laughs> no. okay. So we get back in the car and so we're just kind of laughing about the whole situation and Yeah. And uh so he starts we we head back to his house and everything and I'm thinking, "All right, where does this guy live?" Right. This guy lives in a trailer park. All right, what's a guy with I would I no joke, I bet he had about $20,000 in his pocket. $20,000. It was this <laughs> thick bro of hundies. It was the biggest wad of cash I've ever seen. What it was ever like seen. two hundies and all the rest were ones? No, no. He was flipping through <laughs> it. I swear. He was. He was flipping through it. Like like showing people like... <laughs> I think that's like a status symbol. It's like, hey, hey, don't mess with me because look at my wad of cash. The bigger the wad of cash, like the higher up you are in the cartel or something. So I... We're heading back to, to his house and he goes... Mind uh, dropping me off somewhere else? I got to do a pickup. Oh. So I'm going. Oh, boy. Here we go again. A, I could totally story? deny.
0: Yeah, but now it's like it's like being told over the airwaves. He's going to hear this. B, I can go along for the ride. Jorge. Oh, gonna
1: die. Guys, if there's anybody in the CIA or FBI right now, I think I figured out the new way (laughs) of mewling around drugs. No, dude, here's the... You take an Uber and a Lyft Here's
0: the real... No, because that that tracks on your device. If you have... You have to log in on an app, and it gives your exact location. What if it's just that he's frugal with his cash, so he doesn't have a car payment? and he doesn't have a mortgage payment because he lives in a trailer, and that's how he has a stack of cash because I don't have a stack of cash because I have children and car payments and a mortgage.
1: Yeah, he told me his whole life story, basically. He owns six cars. He owns three homes. Then
0: why... Is he Ubering
2: around?
1: That's how you do it, man. No. Oh, he was Ubering around because he was drinking. Him and his dad were drinking, and like they didn't want to drink and drive. I don't want to drive. be a part of the story anymore. I'm serious, yeah, I, didn't, I am too. I'm being serious. I about am this. too. But no, that's exactly why they were Ubering around. Is because they had, they'd they had too much that, to drink. That's very. That's good. I mean, it sounds which like which is awesome. That's what I love about this job. There's so many uh, responsible people that uh, have two or three drinks, and they're like, I'm not going to risk it. And that was the situation. But now I know why he wasn't gonna risk it, because he had twenty thousand dollars in his pocket. So I dropped this guy off and I immediately got out of the South Valley. I'm like, I'm done. I can't come back here anymore. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get killed, or I'm gonna like be in the cartel before you know it and not even realize it. Wow. He was a really nice young man though. Super yeah. nice. But I'm sitting there going, How? Why? Is that a Hispanic thing? Is that is that what? why why is it that uh, I see? I mean, no joke. A lot of the people, like guys that I picked up in Uber in the South Valley, mm-hmm. they all carried a big wad of cash. Not the size of my my buddies, but I mean, they all had a nice size wad of cash. Yeah. Why is that? Um, is that a, is that a Hispanic thing to do?
0: This is more common than you think, someone said. Oh, really? The other day I saw a house in a trailer park with a brand new Camaro and a relatively new Corvette parked out front. Some people just like living in a dump and driving the boss's stuff or eating all of the best things. Right? Yeah. Dude, when I lived in Las Vegas, that's what it was all about. Nobody cared about where they lived. It was mm-hmm. all about their ride. Yeah. Like you poured
1: so much money into your car. Right. That's your status. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't understand. Do you think the guy was a part of... Uh, no. No?
0: No, dude. Here's the thing. Uh, he could have been younger and just didn't really trust banks because that was another thing. I would always remember when it was payday because my friends would have stacks of cash Yeah, because they would go cash out their paycheck. They cash their checks. There's no savings account. There's no checking account. It was cashed out and it was like, status. Right, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. I feel like that's the dumbest thing ever because you get robbed all the time here, white man. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like, why would you whip out twenty grand in cash? You don't care about status; it's a status thing.
1: I don't know, man. This 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 guy was very intelligent. I don't know why he'd whip out twenty grand in cash and throw it on the table. It's very weird to me, but I don't know, man. I don't know if I should be hanging out in the South Valley anymore. You know, Yeah. yeah, no white boy you need to rethink this whole uber thing man yeah no kidding right a couple extra bucks cost, just for a couple extra bucks cost you your life bro guess how much this guy tipped me though um CN what is that I don't know <laughs> 100 bucks is that what it is hundred bucks yeah <laughs> Now nah, I wish um, he, he did me 15 bucks which is actually pretty good 15 bucks yeah but after he pulls out 20 grand out of his pocket I felt like I got gypped mm. especially for what I went through
0: <laughs> yeah. gosh I mean he did also buy you your Coke so yeah
1: but look what I had to go through I almost got tased. I almost got arrested yeah but I, I really was thinking about it Steve and I was thinking man I wonder if that is is uh how some of these guys get get some of the drugs around now through uber and Lyft. Why not? Because because it's tracked on an app. Yeah, but you're not likely to get pulled over. Is the thing. You're that. I mean, how would they know? How would they? How would how would they track that? Is what I'm saying. How would they track that person? Yeah, because you. If you're new you have to, to the game, create an
0: account and. Because it's here's on an app. Here's where it literally I shows listen. You I exactly watch cops and live and PD. And the off. reason
1: why these guys get busted all the time is because yeah. they're idiots and drive around with like a brake light out. Yeah. Or they don't use their blinker until they get pulled over and they find five pounds of meth in the car. If you just took an Uber and Lyft everywhere, that's what I'm nervous about. It's like, how many people have been in my car, you know, that had, I'm done with this job. I can't do this anymore. Okay. Hey, I'm part of the cartel now. I'm muling drugs around town and I didn't even realize it.
0: So, by the way, in sociology in college, uh, a member of the Starmie learned that cars are representative of social status since people see it more. Hardly anyone ever goes to your home, but all in all of the city, all of the city sees your ride. So, it's more popular, especially in the poorer communities.
1: Wow. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Especially when you're in your 20s, right? Because the car is kind of the status symbol, right? You When you when you first become an adult, you're like, ah, I got to get that car, man. I've Got to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I got no more South Valley for this white boy. Yeah. What do what do you call a white boy? Actually, another uh,
0: member of this army. His name is Thebes, and he's smart. Said uh, another reason that maybe they do it is because then you get pulled over and they can blame you. These aren't mine. Yeah. Right. These were in the car. Gosh, man! And now you're in trouble, Uber driver. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, these are all reasons why I've never, ever, ever, ever done this. Right? So true. I gotta go check my car. Mm-hmm. You know. And then also the wad of cash. This was another big thing. Tax evasion, bro. People get paid mm. under the table so that they don't have to pay taxes, yeah. and that could also explain it because you can't deposit that into your bank account. I wish you would listen to me. He's not a drug dealer. He's
1: just. Yeah, I, you know I. I I buy it. I believe it. Yeah. Didn't? Weren't you in a situation? Did you want to share that story about the uh, person who pulled out the big wad of cash? You shared that with me no. off the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was all excited because I had a similar story and I wanted to one up you.
0: Yeah, it was a, mine's a completely different story. Yeah, well, it's just witnessed a kind
1: gentleman <laughs> giving generously. <laughs> no. Well, I mean. He, so did my guy. I mean, he bought me a coke, and saved me from you know getting arrested. <laughs> a very kind young man in South Valley.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh gosh,
1: <laughs> I got to figure out a second. I got to get out of this business. I'm going to get killed. Is what's going to happen, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, again, I I, I picked up. Uh, what was it? I picked up this uh, this guy from Boston. He had just moved into Albuquerque, and this poor guy. He'd been here a week and already his truck got stolen. Why why is that? Uh, it, I don't know. All my friends and you know, family that come into town, they've all experienced that. Where they've had a window busted, car stolen, mm-hmm. and I felt bad for him because he's like, Yeah, man, I just moved to Albuquerque. Yeah, a truck just got stolen. Welcome to Albuquerque, dude. You know? Mm-hmm. When Boston is safer. Then Albuquerque, there's a problem uh, because you would true. think Boston. Boston would be, you know, a huge city, that? though. Like, I mean, do you think Boston's probably got some pretty tough spots, right? Yeah. Even, oh man, yeah.
0: Albuquerque's <laughs> Steve, worse. Stephen Christian, speaking of our rich friends, would very much like to be on the morning show.
1: Well, hit, call us up, Stephen. I have to
0: call him. <laughs> He's hit him so up. So mad at me right now. The
1: biggest uh, Saints fan of all time. He probably uh, took the week off because he's depressed, huh? Uh, probably.
0: <laughs> this is how you, you are know. not we- permitted oh, to dial this oh. number. He blocked you, bro. To say, this is how you know your friends when you still have your friend's phone number memorized because um, because it's been the same since before there were such things as cell phones with contacts. I don't even need to look up his number. You know it by heart. I do. We were friends back in the you-actually-have-to-know-somebody's-phone-number-to-call-them days. Wow. Yeah, we're old. (laughs) Good morning. Yep. (laughs) No. Is it it a good morning? (laughs) Tell me. Is
2: it a good morning? Oh, welcoming
0: into the show the one and only Stephen Christian, the biggest Saints fan in the history of Saints fans and also, oh, gosh, the sorest loser I've ever met.
2: <laughs> the sorest loser. We <laughs> I, I didn't g- lose the game. The refs just won. They just, they, well, okay, we lost. We lost. We clearly lost. That was awesome. How are you feeling today, man? How are you? Not, not, not good, man. Not at all.
1: <laughs> not good. Was, like-
2: uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not, it, it, It's brutal. It's just brutal. Yeah. Is what it like are you like, want, you are you like Harry I mean, Connick? Are me, you're, you're no, to, you know, no. Well, yeah, is is no. this like Harry
0: Connick Junior. status where you're boycotting the NFL until
2: they change the rules or how, like what's going no, on in your life? I, well, here's what I'm thinking. You know, robots are going to take over anyway, and I re, so I refuse to watch the NFL until like we have robot referees mm. because I mean I just this is just ridiculous. There's two referees staring at. This play, at which the Saints guy was just shoved out, or oh, we should just change the rule completely to like, you can punish the wide receiver. You can just push them, hit them, knock them down, lay on top of them. Let's just just, just make the NFL like that. Yeah, because it was just unbelievable. I, I quit. I'm done. I'm done with football. I'm not so, I promise you I'm not watching the Super Bowl. You're not you're at no point. You know you should. No
0: way. I'll text you updates. I'll be watching.
2: I secretly <laughs> am rooting
0: for the Patriots 100%. Gross! hundred.
2: <laughs> what is wrong with yeah. you? What are you talking about? The Ramblers in there gloating. Tom Gurley's exchanging jerseys with the ref. <laughs> like, unreal. <I'm> <laughs> That's not real, man. That's not real. It's a meme. It's a meme. I know that. Oh. I know that. But secretly, <laughs> secretly, he wishes he could. <laughs> uh,
0: Paul believes it's because it's a conspiracy. Like he truly has felt that the NFL wanted the oh, Rams I... and Patriots. That because... is, tr- I've
2: heard that from several sources, and I know yeah. that's not true. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but my gosh, man, when uh, when when old when old referees are like, you know, oh. Did you see that? Like, after, right as soon as the game ended, all the referees were handed back. their seeing eye dogs. Okay. <laughs> and they were, you know, escorted off the field. So. <laughs> I felt so um, badly for you when it happened,
0: but I'm having yeah. more fun with it now. Because I it's, knew it's you great. were going to be sad, but I didn't realize the, like, the weight of this on your life. Because since then, Dude. countless memes... And it is you. Oh you God. have not stopped on social media.
2: Like you're still fired up. You. Oh, dude! Uh, it, I'm just not over. It's just I mean, what they need to do is make sure that you know when they reach into their pocket, they've got to be able to differentiate the flags with the braille on them like a little oh, bit better. Man. You
1: know
2: what I'm saying? As they're reaching in their pocket, <laughs> they should just you know like oh, it's yellow or red. I don't. Oh, God, I oh can't read it, so I'm just not going to call this. Oh my gosh. Man.
0: Oh. Somebody says you need to get over this, Steven. This is from an angry, bitter Vikings fan that's still upset about Bounty Gate. Gosh. Everyone's what? got their conspiracies. That
2: was, that, oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're still upset. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. They had nothing to do. They didn't lose a game at the final second. <laughs> I, you know what? And it's, uh, speaking of Vikings, fair enough. Last year, the Vikings beat us. I was upset. I was upset at our us playing. We, they beat us. Flat out. Amazing play. Great, congratulations! I was sad, but I'm not like irate. This is just like has nothing to do with like preparation or planning or anything. We could have won that game, and if it wasn't, oh, dude, I'm 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 not talking about it. I'm so I quit. Can we talk about
0: something else? Yeah, how's how's Florida? How's Florida? How are you? seeing all the... Yeah, come visit. Yeah. Come visit. Hang mm, out. It's mm, awesome. mm, may, mm, uh, You know what? Mm. After watching
1: some... Uh, your wife, uh, she'll post some videos of you guys out on the boat and I'm just sitting there going, oh my gosh. I, I'm i out. I need to leave the desert. Yeah. I got to get out of here. <laughs> I got to get next yeah, to the ocean. pretty great. Gosh. Yeah. You can. We can, got a boat. Can I live with some you?
2: Come visit. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll okay. you. So really? do, you, do uh, you
0: think that the reason that Drew Brees threw the pick in overtime, oh, it was because he was just still so upset about the one blown call in regulation that he chose to just
2: give up the game because he was still. Okay, time out. He didn't throw an interception. It was tipped. And then it went up in the air and the guy successfully intercepted the ball. Congratulations. But that's not a bad throw. Yeah. He got, the ball got tipped. So, so you're saying the Rams
0: actually did earn that then. Mm. They earned that tip and then. They earned that interception.
2: They did not earn that win. Okay. All right. Okay, just so we're clear. I what about we back on this
0: subject? Did you watch the did you watch the Patriots thing? game after? Did you or were you so no, upset? I'm I knew you, it?
2: I'm not going to watch football because there are watching. some
0: bad <laughs> calls there too. Some
2: really bad calls. I saw. I yeah. saw. I didn't watch the game, but I saw like Brady got like touched with three oh. fingers on his oh. helmet, and I get it. It's Sneezed on him. My point. Case in point. <laughs> yeah. I'm not watching. <laughs> It's it's rigged. Can I All say the something? Rest are just kind of like oh, I don't know. Can I say what something, Stephen?
1: I I respect that you're done with football because if you're going to be a crybaby and and a, and a <laughs> like a a sore loser, then you shouldn't be watching football. Because we talked about this this morning. Football fans that it when their team loses and it destroys their life for like the next week. You shouldn't be watching football, like you. That I agree. That, that's ridiculous. I agree.
2: You're absolutely. You are absolutely right. You. I, good for you. Listen, the stock market <laughs> in the NFL. It's the only ways that women uh, know that men actually have emotions. <laughs> Other than that, it's not, we, we. are just. We are
1: just. You know, yeah. sterile. You're mm-hmm. cutting it out of your life, just like the Bible says. I, you know, I, I really think out. I should. I know. <laughs> yes. I.
2: I, get, I am. I'm very aware. I'm not, defi- I'm not fighting that point. You yeah. are absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. I know. Man, yep. why? Why it's a freaking sport. Me cheering or not cheering has no impact on the game. Unlike the freaking refs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man. So Florida's good, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I go out well, there, can we uh, catch
0: like a Bucks game or something?
2: Sure. I mean, are be rooting for the other team? But yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, listen to this though. I am going to be the the social media uh, uh, captain for the Tampa Bay Lightning coming up, so I what? get to like go no out way, on the, yep, I get to go out on the you know ice and wave and take pictures and smile and 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 again have no bearing on the game, but I'm going to be rooting <laughs> for the Lightning now. That's weird. Well, that's cool. That's like me. This last Friday,
0: Chrissy and I got to go to our first NBA game ever and watch the Warriors. So I'm like, go Warriors. It was fun. We were invited awesome. by one Where of the they coaches. Play? They Where played they play? the Clippers. They, play? they played the Clippers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just okay. crushed the clippers at the staples. So
2: wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. Of course they did. Yeah. I know they did, of course. The yeah. clippers. So Coolio did the uh, halftime. You, so the yeah. Clippers are, are yeah. kinda like the generals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying to, oh I know. Like, yeah. You can completely forget that the Clippers are an NBA team. Yeah, it's sad. You just kind of like, wait, it's wait, sad, that's yeah. actually a
0: team? It was really interesting to me cuz they play at the Staples Arena and and so we stayed after cuz we had the fun family passes to hang out with the team after and in the time it took Mike Brown to to wrap up after, you know, shower or whatever, change and get ready to come out to hang out with us. Um the the entire arena had already been stripped of Clipper stuff and the Lakers banners were up and everything. Like, I couldn't imagine having to do that every day. Every day. No. Dude, they got the nope. L.A. Kings, the yep. the Clippers, and the Lakers all play there.
2: <laughs> I would hate my life working there. But it's sort of feeding to be a Clippers. Like, you're standing out there meeting your friends and, like, only championship banners go up for the Lakers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it didn't take us any time to get the Clippers out because uh, they don't have any. Yeah. Your, your family's just kind of like shaking your hand watching all the Lakers banners go up. I'm like, can we just step outside to meet friends and family? <laughs> well, I'm sorry your team oh, lost,
0: they're... man. I'm sorry. I know that stinks and it's not fair. Uh, but life's not fair. It's a good, valuable lesson for your daughters to just teach him. It really is. It really is. Not, you can't count fair. on
2: people. You That's what can't. I teach them You can't.
0: This. Just like you moving to no. Florida, I told my sons, don't worry about it. And we we couldn't count on him anyway. So, mm. he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Wow. He's gone. Wow.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I want to say right love now.
0: Love you.
1: <laughs> 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 Brody still cries about it, but I'm like, it's okay. He's gone. He's gone.